0: Hello and welcome to the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Niker.
1: And I'm your other host, Freddie. What's up? And
0: this is episode <laughs> 75, baby.
1: 75. <laughs> when I'm 75. You know that Beatles song?
0: No. Okay. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a song.
0: You shouldn't sing anymore. We can't afford it. But uh, no, uh, that's cool. Where is this our, our diamond years?
1: Yep. <laughs> I'm so confidently said that, but I'm, I'm yes. And I don't know when the diamond years start.
0: I don't know. Well, let's just go with that, uh, with the pod. Uh, hope you all had, you know, fabulous new year and holiday and all that good stuff and a great start to your 2024. So far I've been sick for most of it, but coming back alive, Freddie, on the other hand, uh, has started a new gig. I don't know if you want to tell people about that. Let people in on your life, friends Yes,
1: yes. I, <laughs> I, I got a new job. I'm a I'm a therapeutic clown. Isn't so, that
0: amazing? A therapeutic yeah,
1: clown. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, so, you know, I'm still, still going to be performing, still going to be podcasting, but I'm also going to be clowning for kids. There you go. Love that. Um, okay. Let's start. Uh,
0: free agency, believe it or not, is around the corner it's starting uh on january 21st that is when players and teams get yeah. to start negotiating so we thought let's look at the top free agents right now and see like who do we think are you know the most uh anticipated mm-hmm. We're uh here. Ju- juiciest dare I say uh thing say things juiciest thing things uh <laughs> prospects
1: prospects yeah thing thing prospects,
0: prospects prospects, and contracts uh to be had uh in this free agency coming up freddie who do you have
1: um so do you feel like we should jump in on you know uh espn did uh from Kev- kevin pelton did a really good breakdown and you know you have your you have your stewies uh you have your grinders Uh, You know, people who are, yes, uh, free agents in name, but have all but declared where they're going to go. Um, So, you know, maybe let's not start there because I think we're not expecting any big surprises. One person I wanted to ask you about before I get to, like, who we think is going to go where or, like, really, let's keep an eye on Player X. What do you think about John Quall Jones? So, oh, oh. yeah, like, you know, in Kevin Pelton's breakdown, uh, there's a lot of talk about the player designation, a like core player, right? Which is, you know, each franchise gets to have one core player. And that core player is obviously Stewie for, for New York. And Stewie was not, you know, and this is important because, you know, Stewie was not Seattle's core player, it was Jewel Lloyd and jonquo jones was a core player so do you think that's kind of like a ship's passing in the night jonquo jones is like i'm still with new york and we're good i'm still gonna get a lot of money i'm not the core player or do you think there's any potential here for jonquo jones to say hey new york was awesome but team x would actually make me their core player and i am going to shockingly leave
0: Okay, so what's this core player thing, though?
1: So the, the core player, the easiest way for listeners, and I think anyone to understand it, is uh, it, it's a way to give uh, a, a percentage of your cap, which is the team's money that they can spend in any given year, uh, like the highest possible percentage to a player. So each team gets one core player, right? So they get to say you know, like for, for the aces, right. It's Asia Wilson. It's like, Hey, you are a core player. Uh, we're going to give you the most amount of money, uh, possible given the rules of the cap. And, you know, it's, it's like, there's different types of maxes, obviously, you know, we're not that granular when it comes to this, but it does matter when I think, you know, you have a super team and that super team is saying, you know, if you're New York, right stewie's getting the core player designation which means that jonquil jones can't and sabrina unescu can't obviously sabrina's not a free agent right but this is where those type of things come into play
0: well i think like on the flip side and all of that is very important detail but i do feel like on the flip side the liberty are not shy to spend money Mm -hmm. and i think like you know, John Jonquil Jones was, like, such a pivotal part of their success. Yes. And I think if they couldn't give her, you know, this core, you know, percentage, I feel like, you know, there's probably some sort of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, mm-hmm. a hudge, hudge. Is a hudge a word?
1: It is now. It is now.
0: And, you know, I feel like they would find a way. Uh, to get it to her and to make it work. Um, the other side to that, too, is that, like, by that, another team would have to give up their core player. Whoever That's that right. currently is to make John Jonquil Jones that person. So I I feel like I haven't heard anything like that happening. So I don't know if that opportunity exists for her specifically. I mean, I'd be shocked if it did. I'd be cool if it did um but yeah i think like i think new york's gonna find a way to make it work
1: i agree a thousand percent i was just sort of like the nerd in me is like wait you know what i mean this is this 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 thing that could technically happen but you sort of you know you did your katherine Niker direct (laughs) direct logical thinking thing Uh and and yeah she went to new york she you know uh kevin says um in her exit interviews, uh, is quoted as saying she's definitely trending towards coming back here. She's not leaving Connecticut to then leave New York once again the next year. But, uh, yeah, all, all the sort of – I kind of brought her up to bring up the court designation thing because I think it is important.
0: Right. Um, for me, you know, I feel like Stewie – I I think John Jonquil Jones and, and obviously Brittany Griner are going to stay put. Um, you know, obviously, yeah, like you said, John Cole Jones might be more of a question mark than we think, but I do think those two, those top three players are going to stay put. We've talked about Skylar Diggins Smith before, very curious to see who she'll end up signing with, but I think like, you know, it's these other players kind of on like the, uh, you know, the bottom end of this top 15, that I think could be difference makers like a Courtney Williams, a Jordan Canada, Natasha cloud. Like I feel like there are teams, if they can get those players that could be a huge shift for them. Like one team I'm thinking about is like, could the Dallas wings get somebody in this free agency, right? Like they feel like a team they've kind of been teetering. They're sort of like, you know, only mid tier because we have these two superpowers in the league right now. Like, could they sign somebody to help get them over the edge of it? You know what I mean? Somebody like that. I feel like that's where we're going to see a lot of movement. Um, Candace Parker is a huge question mark. I feel because she doesn't even know if she's going to like retire mm-hmm. or not. So I don't know if she needs to make that decision by February or if she can wait till like April I'm not sure how that works.
1: Yeah. You know, I think Candace Parker is a really interesting one to bring up. Uh, and, and, you know, similarly to uh, John Quell, I think Candace is a scenario where it's not like Candace is, is going to chase money. Candace is like, if I play, it will be for Vegas and Vegas and I will both find a way.
0: Yeah but on but i just feel like again i don't know how long she has to make this decision um but if you're vegas like how comfortable do you feel just like waiting for her to decide that
1: right yeah so- i i would sort of say like like i understand where you're coming from but i i kind of feel like given vegas's situation the answer has to be very comfortable like it's sort of like like you know based on the fact that it's candace Based on the fact that you were incredible with Candace, like untouchably good, and then still won the championship without Candace. To me, the answer has to be if, you know, let's say Candace is like, I, you know, my body's not ready to go. I'm I will join a team midway through the season if it's if my body's feeling good. Okay. If that if that I'm just making up a hypothetical, if that's the case and you're Vegas and candace is like okay i'm ready to go then you cut somebody
0: yeah i mean i feel like you know they're not panicked obviously Mm -hmm. um so yeah i do agree with you um from that standpoint uh connecticut has you know brianna jones and uh dewanna bonner Mm -hmm. and i imagine that they would be Looking to re-sign both of them. I mean, Dwana Bonner's, you know, engaged to Alyssa Thomas, and I feel like that's obviously going to be a factor. But I, I mean, I, I would anticipate that they re-sign both of them. I'd be pretty surprised if they didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like they would want to run it back, and I don't know who else they might try to add to to level up or or not. I'm not sure. Um, but that I think is something to to keep an eye on what I I'm so curious as to what's going to happen with the sparks.
1: Yeah, for sure. What are the like, sparks doing? And, and, and also are they going to go for it? Like, you know, I think that to me is a really interesting, like ripple effect question in the W because they did not have a good year.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, as we'll get to later in the podcast may or may not get a game changing prospect Mm -hmm. so they don't have a very clear path to getting good quickly you know and yes there are names out there there's a couple names we haven't mentioned yet um that of course we will but since you brought up dallas i think satu is dallas is just going to need to do what they need to do to retain Satu.
0: Yeah. She's but, restricted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So if you're, if you're a team and you're like, let's, let's make Dallas sweat and spend a bunch of like, you know, and, and give to the bag. Dallas is like, okay, we're sweating a little bit, but not really because we're just going to match it. Whereas. Yeah. So if you're the sparks, a player like that would be like, Oh, that's great. But you know, that doesn't seem possible. So I mean we might as well bring her up because I feel like she is the name we know is an impact player that's going to change teams. Digan Smith, right? Yeah. If you're the if you're the Sparks is that the major play? Like is like is that how you put yourself you know in potentially a I, I just wonder though if even with Digan Smith is that are you like just making the playoffs? Like like how much does Digan Smith is like an all-W player? But it's not as if the Sparks were a player or two away from being really good, right? It they won't miss, make them a champion, the but it would.
0: But it would make them a playoff team. I mean, you look at Phoenix last year versus this year, and they were a first round playoff team versus like bottom mm-hmm. of the league without her. Yeah, um, so um, and that team. was without, sure. and that was without Brittany Griner. The year prior. So, you know, I, I feel like she is a difference maker for sure. And I think she will have a lot of teams after her Um, and I'm sure she'll enjoy having those meetings. But yeah, I definitely think the Sparks could be a team that goes after her. Um, But it wouldn't be the only person that they need for sure to be like, okay, now you're in the conversation with, with new york and vegas like they would need more than her but if they signed her and like a like a center then like wow now we're really talking
1: yeah and you know um i i think what's interesting about this conversation is that you know this espn article is all about the players however mean you jump right into teams because because those two things are intermingled like Who's gonna make a play for who? If you're the Lynx, if you're my Lynx, you're you got to make a play for somebody because you had a great season and the rebuild's happening faster than you thought it would. So who's gonna make a difference for you and, and it is actually like attainable? Um, a person yeah, I want to know. bring up is uh, is Deladon, right? So is Deladon gonna gonna stay with the Mystics? I, yes. I think i, think I natasha- would not
0: consider her attainable
1: fair enough but then you know the, there was that amazing um moment in in new york with uh with with uh, natasha cloud who got all this love and really sort of emerged in the playoffs and you got to wonder is natasha cloud coming back to the mystics
0: yeah, well, I think yeah. Natasha Cloud is, like, gettable. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. I think another team could easily go after her. But Elena Deladon has a different relationship with the Mystics franchise.
1: It's true. It's it's, it's way more of a legacy thing. Um, yeah. And, you know, has already sort of, like, accomplished so much with them that you can't imagine it just being like a, you know, whatever, coming to another place just for the sake of a better opportunity to win. hmm but um, uh yeah.
0: yeah, let's move on. Um, you know, excited to see how this pans out and we'll be back in 2 weeks time to recap if anything's happened, of course. Uh let's talk about Paige Beckers because uh a media scrum was asking her uh about the WNBA draft and she essentially said that she is not necessarily she didn't say she wouldn't declare, she just said she's not in a rush to declare. And for her, it's about, you know, who she gets to play with on this team. And she likes where she is right now. And she just kind of wants to, like, wait this out. And that has people feeling a little, uh, you know, uh, anxious, antsy, maybe hopeful, depending on where you are. Uh, Do we think she's going to declare?
1: Well, I mean, if you are... Uh who, who who did get the second pick? I keep forgetting. It wasn't Phoenix. It was it's the Sparks, wasn't it? It, it? it was the Sparks. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, so yeah, exactly. If you're if you're number two, if you're number three, um you're freaking out because this quote is scary. So uh it's not about the teams. The the question was, um, you know, would you stay another year at UConn? Uh and and she replied, it's not about teams in the WNBA draft who's got what pick it's all about me loving playing here me loving my teammates and wanting to get more experiences and time with them so maybe she's just being kind and setting up this this like oh this is so hard to leave but I am leaving Um, but also I think it really really changes the it changes everything if you're if you're a team that is you know, out of the, the Caitlin Clark sweepstakes and you're two, three, four in the draft, all of a sudden you're like, this is bad. I don't like this at all.
0: Well, also like, you know, does Caitlin Clark, you know,
1: right. Is this infection? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, I agree. I think you are sweating a bit. If you are those teams, I feel like, You know, the WNBA probably needs to do a better job incentivizing this Mm -hmm. to happen because, you know, like I, you know, we try not to make too many NBA comparisons, but really like in the NBA, this is a no brainer.
1: Yeah, it's not a thing. It's, It's actually trending the completely opposite direction.
0: Yeah, like you don't stay in in university an extra year. You don't want to risk injury, which, you know, pay just someone who has had a a Mm -hmm. serious injury, Yes, you know, because you don't want that to affect your professional career. And you want to get that money as quick as you can, because you don't know what, you know, life can bring you. So it's it's very interesting to me that on the women's side, they're just in no rush at all. And, I mean, I have no idea what her, like, name and likeness deals are, are like or, or not. Um, I don't imagine why they wouldn't continue uh, in the WNBA. But, yeah, it, it's, uh, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, as Canadians, there's a culture there that I feel like I see but don't fully understand, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. And like, I don't know if we want to use this to transition to to talk about Caitlin Clark as well. Sure. But, um, you know, in, in, in prep for this episode, I, I'm really trying to to understand this, uh, this dynamic more. So um, do you want to set up the like the PTI? Like what happened there?
0: oh yeah so on espn's pardon the interruption uh mike will bond and i forgot that other guy's name that old white guy <laughs> <laughs> uh corn corn hauser hauser <laughs> yeah that's not a real name
1: it's a real name baby um let me yeah that's corn hauser you better believe it um
0: oh my god talk about s- talk about cultural differences kornheiser um, my well still i mean corn as a first name is special
1: no that that's his last name tony kornheiser
0: why would you do that to me freddie
1: what that that his name is i thought Korn. his
0: first name was corn because <laughs> of the way you said it why would you do that to me why would you punk me like that? I <laughs> that was, was like, going. his name is Corn. <laughs> I kept saying it.
1: I, I I just thought you were blown away by the last name. Like
0: No, I'm not blown away by that <laughs> as a last name. I was blown away by that as a first name.
1: That makes a lot more sense. And now I'm sort of replaying the last two minutes. And honestly, if you told you didn't me some say tony. <laughs> if you told me someone's name was corn, I honestly would flip out. So my bad. that's amazing Tony (laughs) yeah um... how did you
0: not say all right anyways so those two
1: yeah hosted by Kornheiser and Will
0: (laughs) that's literally how you said it
1: yeah you know what PTI my favorite show Will Bond and Kornheiser best best (laughs) hosts and names in the world
0: oh my god all right so anyway They had a tangent about Caitlin Clark. I mean, they were talking about how great she is. Mm -hmm. And then they were basically like, she should not go to the WNBA. She's going to lose money.
1: Why would she? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like basically saying like, why would she go to the WNBA? And I was kind of like, whoa, what? It did get some backlash on Twitter. People were like, this is not accurate. She would not lose money by going to the WNBA um, but people seem to think that that's the case. And I'm finding that very strange.
1: Yeah. So back to me kind of doing prep, right? You know, we've talked about this forever. Finding hard numbers on the W is difficult, right? There's always this misconception that it's losing money. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about that at nauseum and sort of like how the popularity is affecting the game, like where that you know, where the rubber meets the road in terms of like, okay, this actually means more money. Right. And ratings are also that and ratings plus ads. That's generally where, where big money comes from. And, and, you know, we've also talked a lot about like the NIL name image likeness. We know that Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese are banking it. Uh, I think page Beckers is doing very well as well. And I was able to get some numbers, that seemed like decently reliable. So, just two thoughts here. One, it's kind of this like this silly idea that Engelbert has disputed, where, like, why can't players continue making sponsorship money in the W? That's a ridiculous idea, right? So, that kind of initial reaction. The second reaction, though, is the WNBA finals had an average viewership of like, ru- like, you know, according to what I was reading, like roughly like 750,000. Caitlin Clark's games had viewerships of like 3.5 million. So if you're a company, you're right, you know, and it, the, the what you sent with the PTI was really good. And there was this article that was kind of breaking down, like why would Nike, why would whatever Gatorade, like take their contracts away from, from Caitlin Clark when she joins the W. And I wonder if people like uh, Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser are not confident that these brands are going to follow the player to the W.
0: Well, that's an excellent point. And I feel like and listen, like all our American listeners, like, please, like, you know, message us if you disagree. Jump. I just I just feel like this is an indictment on America. Like, how is this possible? How is this possible that a college star can make more money than as a pro? Why wouldn't you continue to support somebody? Right. Cause then it's like, all right. So we don't support women's basketball. We just support the
1: university. Well, I think that's just it. Right. But that's I think... like,
0: but that's like not cool. Like I understand that that's, oh, I agree. And that's the yeah. way it is. That's really BS. Like I don't understand that at all. Uh, I don't, you know, I, again, this is just like a cultural difference. Cause we don't have that kind of like NCAA, like no. college university sport life here. So it's like, You know, we just see it from like an outsider's perspective, but to to support somebody as um, as a as a university student and then not support them afterwards is just really mind boggling to me. And then also too, like, you know, if, if the WNBA was just making so little money, right, just for example, it's like there are other leagues where a player can make money and they have high ratings you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like like those leagues don't you know quote unquote struggle they have more support i'm sure you know there's like nike and other international affiliates that do all of that for them i i just feel like i don't know man I, i don't like these guys on espn promoting that type of status quo i think
1: it's really bullshit that's a great way to put it and i think you know i was just like like as far as me like looking into it like i'm so curious right like how much this is a misconception and how much you know to your succinct Catherine niker point is a status quo sentiment right because I sort of believe, and and maybe I'm naive here, and maybe it's a Canadian thing, and our schools and our athletes are just not intertwined in the same way. Um, but I I tend to believe that Caitlin Clark is, you know, the brand of Caitlin Clark, the the brand of Angel Reese is bigger than Iowa, is bigger than um, oh god, I'm forgetting where Angel Reese plays. LSU, LSU, sorry. You know, and and they can like, yeah, like they. (laughs) That says it right
0: there. I forgot where she plays. Boom.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but that's a like for any Americans listening. They're definitely in their heads saying, "If you lived in the U.S., you would not be forgetting." Sure. Right, because it's more synonymous. (laughs) But yeah, I just wonder if if you're Caitlin, you're like, I'm not Iowa. And also, when I join the Fever, I'm not the Fever. I'm Caitlin. Mm-hmm. And, and this is part of the larger conversation in the W and promoting players as brands and making sure that Asia is not Las Vegas. Asia is Asia. Right. And I think that's sort of, yeah, I mean, these is sort of, it's almost like, yeah, I want to say a circular conversation, but it's not because. Things are changing. Players like Caitlin, players like Angel, the NIL itself, like these are changing. And like what we're seeing that's different than the, than men's basketball is the NCAA is, is kind of like from a money-making perspective, pushing the W. Whereas the NCAA men's is absolutely not in any way pushing the NBA. Right. Like the NBA is like, we don't give a shit about you. In fact, Mm -hmm. We're 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 making a, a uh, ways to sort of hack you down by by giving young prospects easier ways into the NBA.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we got to move on. Yeah, um, there's a new Jordan collaboration uh, with footwear. Freddie, do you want to bring us into this?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, speaking of uh, more ways to get money, this is this is cool. This is a um, uh, Jordan uh, Jordan fours are are, are going to be a an exclusive Air Jordan shoe for WNBA players, and it's obviously long overdue. But it's a cool shoe, and they're bringing it uh, into the league. Currently, it's not on sale for the public, but it's a cool looking shoe uh
0: is is it gonna come in more than one color because it's just in that liberty seafoam green color right now
1: funny you said that because it's it's uh it's mint and i was sort of like okay is this for the whole w or because pretty sure the
0: orange would have made sense if it was for the whole w
1: yeah definitely looks like it's um you know it's new york colors
0: yeah so we'll see if they come out in other colors or not because i can't imagine like i don't know i mean maybe other players won't care like you know the shoes don't always match the uniform or anything it's just to me it just screams liberty but it's a really nice shoe it has that cute like little like jewel pendant in like the basketball like the jordan basketball that he's holding in his hand and the logo which i really like Um, I'm not a fan of that mint color and you know me, there's no, uh, there's no leopard print on the shoes. So, uh,
1: yeah. Um,
0: you know, it's a miss.
1: Yeah. It's a (laughs) Um, missed opportunity. (laughs) Portland, headquarter of Nikes. Uh, and I think the, the main exec here is, uh, um, is it, uh, Kelsha Amy? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll correct myself in a second, but listen great shoes we need the print if you're going to activate Catherine yeah so just a heads up there that uh, yeah
0: it doesn't need to be the whole shoe it can just be like a small detail but it does need to be there
1: yeah That's you know thing cool shoe but ultimately a miss until you get some leopard print going down
0: thank you uh Freddie it is time for your fun question oh. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's our sting. Um, (laughs) Nicknames. I I don't think we've done this before. And a lot of W players do have nicknames, but,
0: uh, uh, you know. I'm uh, bad with this. I'm bad with nicknames.
1: I'm not great with nicknames either, but I feel like, you know, it's in line with, with, with this whole pot, really, like, kind of like talking about the branding and mm-hmm. and how to big up the league player brands. Kathy, uh, hire us. Kathy, hire us. We both just said we're bad at nicknames, but, but
0: I'll get better.
1: Yeah, so I got I, I got a cool <laughs> list of nicknames here, uh, but
0: and I have not seen this list.
1: You have not seen. Do you want me to like like rifle or like yeah? Like, do, do whatever you want. A do whatever okay. you want. So, you know, you got, you got your classics, um, right. Which is just sort of like an initial of a name. I'm going to skip those because I feel like I'm always interested in the, in the weirder ones. Um, but, uh, Alicia Clark, the eraser. Okay. That's pretty good for me. Nafisa Collier. We know fee. That's a good one. That sticks. Uh, what
0: was the first one? I missed it.
1: First one was, uh, Alicia Clark, the eraser, okay, yeah, a bit of a weird one, right? Uh-huh. Um, Nafisa Collier, uh, Fee, uh, Sydney Colson, uh, Saucy Sid. Okay. Is that doing anything for you? Uh, uh, Kalea Copper KFC, yeah, Kalea, Kalea Freaking Copper, that's a good one. Um, and then, yeah, you got the couple acronym ones, but um. Uh Brittany Griner BG, which we know, but also this list has old griner, like old, but taking out the D apostrophe Griner, like old Griner, That's Which weird. I'm like, I <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've never heard that. Um and then uh I've heard this one uh on the on the on the broadcast, which uh, I I really like. Uh Jonquel Jones is uh the Bahamian beast. No. <laughs> Just just a no pass. Um, Jeweloid, gold mamba. Yeah, that's good. I'm a, I'm a bit out on the mambas, like blank mamba. Like what? We're all mamba? Come on.
0: But she's a jewel, so it's kind of like.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. But okay.
0: maybe it shouldn't be gold. Maybe it should be like an actual like jewel. Because gold isn't a jewel.
1: Right, okay.
0: So it should be like,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, like. Like a like a sapphire mamba or something. Sapphire, Ruby, Ruby mamba. mamba or something. Ruby mamba, okay, okay. Something like that, like an actual jewel. All right. We're, we're I mean, you can do here. diamond as well, but then it's like, if you give her diamond mamba, then it's like, you really can't go beyond that.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway. Kayla McBride, McBuckets. Sure. That's just a classic, right? Uh, and then um, Neka Gumake, the president. I like that. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's just good. Um, and we uh, a couple other, uh, uh, Satu Sabali, the unicorn, it's, it's okay, but it's like, it's out there a bit too
0: much. Yeah. It's kind of been done.
1: It's been done. Um, Odyssey Sims. Oh, just, oh, just, oh, what do we think about that? Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's said like that. I don't know um <laughs> yeah oh Apparently sorry is that the, the listeners can't see me crawling under a rock now. oh that's so funny uh um, but i'm
0: just trying to figure
1: out like how it's said like courtney williams walking bucket is she well she could score she can score sure but um, is she a
0: walking bucket
1: i don't know if she's a i don't
0: know if she's bucket. that prolific of
1: a score uh gabby williams spooky g no you like <laughs> yeah. that i hate uh, no that's i don't it. i don't like it but that's what it says um and this is yes.
0: more of a ranking of the uh a yes a yay or nay of the of the nicknames
1: yeah we're more, we're mostly just riffing here i
0: feel um, like if we need if i need to come up with a with a nickname for a player i feel like i need a specific player in mind and then just think and then just you know what I mean? Like zone in on that one person. I feel okay. like it's too hard to think about the whole league.
1: All right. So I, I got one though.
0: Okay. I thought of one. We've got like, we've got like just a couple of minutes
1: here. here
0: I, for everyone listening, I'm getting ready to see Madonna in concert. And bad. that's why I don't have a lot
1: of time. No, this is important. Sorry. This is important, but Madonna is important as well. Okay. Yeah. Sabrina, you ask you
0: switch. Yeah. yeah I like it.
1: Thank you. Your Honor, my work is done here. Yeah, no, that's great. That's
0: great for her.
1: Yeah, I don't know anyone else named Swish. She can shoot.
0: And she's, but it's also like, it's what she's known for.
1: Right? Sabrina Swish. She did the three point thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Engelbert, we're back on your good side, I hope. Give us a go.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good work on Freddie's part.
1: And then the, I'll just like, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to, you know, finish with a nickname here, but to me Asia Wilson is like MVP. I'm sorry. Asia yes. Wilson needs a better nickname than that and is like the face of the league. Listeners, if you have a, you know, an Asia Wilson nickname, mm. let's start the campaign because Well, do come, you want to think of one on.
0: for next episode? Do you want to make let's, that our assignment? Yeah,
1: let's think of one. Write write us, let us know, tweet at us. Um and me and Catherine are also going to do our homework because yeah. that's unacceptable.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like that. I agree. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up there. Um, thank you all again for tuning in to this episode. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time. And that'll be, uh, Freddy's, uh, last episode before, uh, he and his partner have a baby.
1: That's right. Having a baby. So we're going to have a bunch of, uh, exciting special guests for a yeah. little while. And, um, yeah, uh, I will hopefully be back, in, uh, you know, in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. But-
0: sometime in the spring, but you'll be yeah. with us one more next week.
1: Yeah. Sweet.
0: Uh, thank you everyone. And, uh, we'll catch you next time.
1: Amazing. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Bye. Bye.